0: You're listening to the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon ...in association with Lloyd... Khayal Jo Ghar Ko Ghar banai, and Domino's Chennai are now tied with Rajasthan and Lucknow at 8 points with a seven-wicket victory over Hyderabad in Friday's fixture at their home ground. With me, of course, is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz, uh, we're almost halfway into the league stage. Are these the teams that you know we're going to see fighting for the playoff spots next month as well?
1: Well, evidently so. I mean, these, these three teams are tied on points. They've looked very good. They've looked very strong. And Chennai, especially when playing at home, have looked virtually invincible. But I'd wait a day. Remember, Mumbai is playing tomorrow, so and they also won three matches on the trot. So there's there's lots to be hoped from Mumbai too. I I think I think what is emerging is that a couple of the teams, more than the teams which are doing extremely well, and th- that is evident from the points, is the teams that are not doing too well. Like you know, Punjab, Hyderabad for some reason, Hyderabad struggling. So to Kolkata now, you know they they started poorly, got better, you know, it looked like they might become Really strong going into further into the league, but then they've suddenly kind of, uh, you know, started slowing down again. So it's getting to be a stage It's getting to a stage where you're right, we might have four or five front runners in the next seven, eight days, very clear front runners, and then the laggards, which will be very clear laggards
0: qualification by elimination <laughs> uh, okay let me get, get you all the scores uh, chennai elected to chase unsurprisingly and harry Brooke was the first wicket to fall out in the, uh, out on 18 uh, in the fifth over, Abhishek Sharma given the opening slot, top scored with 34 as the rest of the batting order just about chipped in of, uh, with a few runs. Mayanka Garwal moved to number six in the order from his opening slot, was stumped on two by Dhoni. Ravinder Jadeja was the pick of the bowlers with his three wickets for 22 as Hyderabad posted 134 for seven. Chennai's chase had Devon and Ruturaj post 86 by the end of 10 overs before Ruturaj was run out on 35, Devon stayed unbeaten on 77 as Rahane and Ambati made 9 runs each and, you know, eventually the team got past the finish line, winning the match by 7 wickets. Mayank Markande was the only bowler to pick any wicket for Hyderabad, 2 for 23 in his 4 overs. As always, Ayaz, I'm going to start by asking you who your player of the match was.
1: Well, I, uh, clearly it would be Rabindu Jadeja for me, The Devon Conway you can't ignore, but in a, you know, to restrict Hyderabad to 134 was, you know, Jadija was the man responsible for that and that made it easier for Chennai to chase down the score. Uh, you know, 20-25 runs more could have made it a very, very tight match because you saw Markande bowl. I thought Markande bowled extremely well, but of course he finished on the losing side and, you know, then he can't get the accolade of man of the match. Just
0: one talk about Chennai I think we've spoken about this in past seasons as well actually but just missing out on some of the players you know who were expected to headline for them Chahar's not there Ben Stokes not there I'm sure they're expected later in the season but you know they're still managing to soldier on um and you know um and anyway so let me just ask this question again just wanted to get a question in on Chennai missing the players you know who we expected would headline for the franchise Deepak Chahar Ben Stokes Ben Stokes was his you know his um, Chennai years was so highly anticipated but he's currently injured so not really playing but you know they've still managed to make Dhoni still managed to make something out of nothing they're now tied at eight points still rank three but you know they're, they're, they have the most points along with two other franchises so you know it's almost like the USP right from adversity comes some crazy decisions by Dhoni and they always like end up doing really well.
1: Can you imagine? I mean, Stokes not playing and hasn't played for a few matches now, and nobody seems to be discussing that. You know, that's how good Chennai have been. Now, maybe there's a there's a tactic there because when they're playing at home, the pitch so so favours the slow bowlers that it might not be worthwhile playing Stokes. I mean, as a bowler, he's not been bowling much, as you know. Uh, you know, only as a, as a batsman primarily that he's been playing, and uh, they've not needed him, so to speak. So I don't know whether it's it's to do with workload management or it's to do with the tactic that we will keep him out of matches when we're playing at home because there's so much talent otherwise available and then unleash him in the matches when we are not playing at home. It, would, it could be. But the point I'm trying to make is that when you get a guy like Ben Stokes in your team, everybody, the Chennai fans and the cricket fans will be waiting to see him in action. And here's Chennai going around merrily without him winning matches and nobody's even (laughs) saying, you know, where the hell is Ben Stokes?
0: We'll probably see him sometime later in the season, hopefully. I I have to talk about Devin Conway, just talking about, you know, making... Again, asking this question again. Uh, I I have to also ask you about Devin Conway... uh uh, bought in the twenty twenty two mega auction at his base price of one crore, scored at an average of forty two last season. I think he just played half the matches, and this time around as well, he is the team's highest run scorer, seventy seven. You know he scored today as well, so that's like one solid spot locked in for Chennai.
1: Yes, it is. You know, I mean, when he was bought by Chennai last year, a lot there was some tongues wagging uh, because he he actually made a mark as a red ball cricketer. He started off extremely well in Test cricket. And then he started getting into the into white ball cricket also, but nobody he was not he didn't have that star quality so to speak. But you know, gosh, he's making runs, and you you don't need star quality if you're winning matches. Uh, whichever way it comes, it's great. And I think he's just been so much value uh, to the team that and and the right left combination between him and Rituraj Gaikwad is just working so wonderfully well for chennai so i think they found a you know terrific guy in devin conway
0: hyderabad moved things around quite a bit uh, you know as Aidan Markham said they're playing with the same 16 <laughs> i don't know if the captains are going to be announcing the scores like that now but uh, you know the major change i mean uh, was that mayank agarwal came way lower down the order and abhishek sharma as I had wanted, got his opening slot back. You see, I mean, it's a big change for the franchise to make, but you, I mean, it's it it I mean, obviously paid off because Abhishek Sharma was their high scorer. But do you think that it's about time they made, took that call?
1: Yeah, I mean, Abhishek Sharma going higher up in the order certainly, but you know, this constant going up and down of players it shows that the team is still not settled. You know, a lot of this looks very rosy or looks good when the team is winning, and it looks quite it looks confounding. When the team is losing And that's what's happening to To Hyderabad I still think That they are very heavily dependent On their overseas players And uh, and certainly Harry Brooke I mean you know he, He's been the subject of our conversations Plenty of times Now he has to I mean he's made a century I know But he still has to be Far more consistent in his run making For his team to extract maximum value Out of getting a player like him And Iden Markram also needs to Kind of You know, he's he's looked good in a couple of matches, but not consistently good, especially in big matches against big teams like Chennai, when you're playing in the south or playing away matches, these are the guys who need to come good for Hyderabad to remain in contention.
0: Yep, let's go to the one player who's actually worked out for them from one mank to another Mank Marcande didn't start the season, uh, you know, uh, for them, but he's the highest wicket taker already. Got uh, he's got eight wickets so far. Only wicket taken today's match uh, as well.
1: Yes, and he's he's been so impressive. You know, his control, his line and length. He's just such a tight bowler. He doesn't concede too many runs. He picks up wickets. And he's the kind of, yeah, I mean look, he, he was offloaded by Mumbai, you remember, he was playing for Mumbai some time back And uh, he's he's been of great value for Hyderabad, but they, I think they need more wickets from Washington Sundar And they certainly need more penetrative bowling from Bhuvaneshwar Kumar at the top You know, he's, so, now almost the attention is not on Bhuvaneshwar, it's on Marco Hansen, And if he doesn't do well like it happened today, then the team starts struggling Uh, and dependent almost entirely then on uh, Markande.
0: We're also entering, like I said earlier, we're entering the second half of the league stage. You know, this is also where net run rate becomes a factor because only four teams do move on to the playoffs and you know in Delhi's game yesterday even in today in Chennai's game today you sort of knew the result you know knew what was going to happen but you didn't see teams really push for that you know that big win so then you know they pick up that net run because Chennai stays number, number three in the standings Despite the win, because their net run rate is not as high as I mean, Rajasthan are at a solid 1.043, Lucknow 0.709. So you know, I mean, net run rate. I mean, is it too early to be talking about net run rates or it, it, should it already be a factor for teams?
1: Well, it, it, it depends. It works differently for different teams. For instance, for Delhi, I mean, they hadn't won a single match, so you know, more than the more than the net run rate, they have to get points on the on the on the table. So I think. That's why they went about it in a very measured, very kind of, uh, you know, uh, ginger, (laughs) very ginger manner. Uh, Chennai could have possibly pushed today, especially after the big start that they got. But, uh, you know, I I think at this stage, maybe for another week, the top teams will be just content in winning and accumulating the points till you get into a position where you are virtually assured of the... Of being in the playoffs, and after that, you push for the net run rate to try and you know position yourself as one and two rather than three or four.
0: Last question before I let you go: Lucknow versus Gujarat, the two semi-new franchises. Gujarat, of course, come after a six-day break. So, you think that's going to work for them? I mean, does break really count so much at this point in the season?
1: I mean, Lucknow seem to have done extremely well. You know, they they're looking a team which is intent now on winning matches. Gujarat, of course. Defending champions and started well, then they had a bit of a setback or two Uh, But when I look at the spread of talent It's very difficult to say which team is going to win on a certain day because both teams are extremely strong I think for me the crucial factor in 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 the case of uh, Gujarati, you know that the three players to watch out for are Shubman Gil Rashid Khan and I would say Hardik Pandya if Hardik is playing He's missed a couple of matches. So I think he will play But if he bats well, you know, he's not had a very good run with the bat. If he bats well, then it tilts towards Gujarat. But on the other hand, look at what uh, Lucknow have got, you know, Kyle Myers, they've got Puran, they've got Stoinis, uh, they've got Bishnoi. So they've got and Krunal Pandya. So they've got spin, they've got fast bowlers, they've got depth in batting. K L Rahul getting runs too, so it's it's going to be a very interesting, engaging match between two really strong teams.
0: Let's see how that one goes. That is, of course, the our uh, evening fixture, and we will be back with the result of that game with Ayaz tomorrow.
1: Thank you, thank you. Bye bye.
0: That was today's episode of the T Twenty podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd, Khayal Jo Ghar Ko Ghar and Dominoes. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Prateek Lidhu and Anjali Palord, and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app.
1: You were listening to The Quint's Podcast.